Welcome to the Catholic Cafe, where all that the Catholic Church believes and teaches is served fresh daily. So come on in and see what's on the menu today. Now, here's your host, Deacon Jeff Drzymski. It's deja vu all over again. This is Deacon Jeff, sitting in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe, I am so happy to be here, Tom Dorian. That was well said, by the way. What's that? Sitting here at the luxurious corner booth cafe. Did I see? Did I say that? Did I, I say it did. right, or do I need? I to... think you said no. You said it correctly. All right, because you know we can always just start all over again. <laughs> this is like the fourth time. We'd... I don't know what the deal is, but you know I just can't get it right today. This is one of those days. You know what? We're on now. We're going, We're on. and people are listening, so we can't really go back. Ready or not, here we go. Yes, exactly. And so we got a great show to do. They're always great. And I'm glad to have my sidekick Tom Dorian here with me. Glad to be here glad, to uh, to, to, to walk through this process because this is one. You know, there's a there's a there's a lot of guys that listen to us here at the Catholic Cafe, uh, and so? uh, yeah, and, or and women who listen for their men, <laughs> right? Who, Honey, you need to listen. Like, to this. what do these couple of guys think about things? And I need to tell my husband, yeah, what they think. I don't know. That's fine, and that's a that's a fine thing to do. We love anybody to listen. We do. And I think we have a large alien uh, audience as well because this signal gets beamed out. You know, it does through all these various carriers out into the space, and so I'm sure. Uh, every once in a while, we get a, an email from an alien uh, asking a, a question about silly human things. But anyway, all that aside, I don't know where that came from. We're going to talk about prayer today. And the reason why we're going to talk about prayer is because... It sounds like we need it, doesn't it? Well, yeah, we do. And Let's all take this a moment show. and just this pray for this show it. that it stays on track. It doesn't get off track, which is so easy I got us for me track. to do. So, look, here's, here's the deal. I, mm-hmm. I was watching recently and watching... Um, one of the news programs and one of the commentators on nice guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're talking to somebody who's going through, uh, you know, an eyewitness to a disaster kind of a thing in an area that's been hard hit, you mm-hmm. know? And so it's like all the torrential rains and, and whatnot. And, and, and he made this comment at the end of that as there's lots of destruction, lots of problems. And he said, uh, well, certainly our thoughts and prayers are with you today and, you know, and going forward, and hmm. which was a nice thing to say. Very nice. It was a very nice thing to say. And so, it, but it made me wonder. Mm-hmm. What it made me wonder is, like, is that guy actually going to get on his knees that night, mm-hmm. right, at his bedside, and, and say, and "Lord, I, I offer up those people in this this city or this town, or this area that are hard hit by." whatever the situation is, and, and just really sort of call that out by name? Mm-hmm. Or is it just like a nice thing he said? You know, and the reason why I ask it open-ended like that is because I, I think back about myself and a couple of times where someone has asked for prayers or I have volunteered prayers. I'm going to pray for you kind of thing. You know, when I hear something bad going on in someone's life, it's, it, it's like there's this, this gut response where you want to say, I'm going to pray for you. Mm-hmm. You know, and and uh, and then do you really follow up? Yeah, that's the thing. And and I can actually recall times in my life where, you know, I didn't pray for him. Right. Not because I didn't like him or because I, I knew I was lying, but because for whatever reason, life happened as soon as I left sure. that situation. Because a couple of times it's happened while I was like, if I was in Target shopping, mm-hmm. got my little basket, I'm on my way to the checkout, stop and see somebody and they're saying, we're having a really tough time or whatever and whatever. It's okay. You know, I'll offer a prayer for you. I'll I'll remember you in my prayers. Oh, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And then like stuff happens, 
you know, what, what show are you binge watching right now? And you get caught up in watching episodes of that till you fall asleep. Yeah, or watching. what squirrel goes running by. Exactly right. What kid does what in your household and yeah. what bill just came in the mail? And you're like, oh, my goodness, what are we gonna do? how are we going to deal with this? Or whatever. What, what other kind of thing in life happened, whether it was soccer practices or, you know, job r- r- responsibilities that actually sort of sort of distract us sure. from what we said we're going to do. And so I started thinking. And, and when I recognized I did this a couple of times, it's not like I had to do it all the time. Mm-hmm. But, but there's a temptation all the time to fall into that. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I can say now that I don't do it anymore. And if I, if I have, it's, a, it's a certainly a very, very, very rare occasion. And I don't remember not doing it. But, but the point is, I don't do it anymore because I've made this sort of uh, vow or pledge mm-hmm. for purposeful prayer. And you're going to share with us today how you go about doing that. Yeah, I think well, I'll talk about it, and I will bet you, you got some ideas too. But but as we, yeah, but as we go through this, um, you know, just changing your prayer life to make it more purposeful is something that changes literally the 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 results and the expectations from prayer. That's I mean, true. it rocks your world. It rocks the world. That's true. Because when you find out that prayer is powerful, um, it's a good thing. Well, you start using it, and exactly. You see it and get it exactly. It's it's kind of like when I when I learn a new big you know three dollar word and it's like hey that was pretty effective. They think I'm yeah. smart. I'm going to keep using that word right. Yeah. Well, when I when I start praying purposefully and noticing that there's an effect mm-hmm. either on myself, those around me, or the person or the, the the situation that I'm praying for. And so here's what I'm going to just kind of lay out here: just some real simple things mm-hmm. that I'm telling you any guy can do it. Uh, girls can certainly do it because they're a lot smarter than we are. Oh, they're already doing it. Yeah, I understand. Uh, most, you know, most they're churches are filled with all the holy women. They've already turned this show off. Uh, yeah. Well, they know all this stuff. They yeah. know it. But they got to know that their man doesn't know it. That's true. And so I say their man. Does that sound like a sexist whatever? Anyway. No, um, I took it in the right whatever, context. Whatever guys that they're like really concerned about. Yes. You know. Th- I'm with you. They They need to watch out for that guy. Yes, they do. So. Anyway, and and the watchword, the the big problem is people need to realize that intent is not the same thing as doing. Right. Right. So to intend to pray for somebody, you know how people say, um, you know, when you give them a a, a garbage gift, you know, Uh, it's it's the thought that counts. Right. No. No, it's a garbage gift, (laughs) you know, and, and. it's nice that you thought about me, but you you couldn't think a little more to get a better gift, you know. Right. And, and I guess the point is when you're when you're talking about prayer, thinking about praying is not the same as praying. Right. And what I'm getting ready to kind of share with you, I think, in a in, in a couple of little easy steps, mm-hmm. is really um, a simple remedy that that you don't you don't need to worry about the intent to prayer because. To the intent to pray because you just you actually just do it. Sure. So so here are the things. Here's how I have sort of discovered and changed my own prayer life to to pray purposefully. Okay. Right. So the number one thing is to be true to your word. Mm-hmm. Now that you, you know you learn that in kindergarten, you learn that to be honest, to be true, to to always do what you say you're going to do, right, and to follow through. There's so many scriptural lessons we have about people that actually do what they say. You know, Jesus tells the parable about the, you know, the guy whose son says, uh, yeah, I'll do it not, which is better. Or the guy that says, no, I'm not going to do it and changes and his mind it. and does it. Well, mm-hmm. it's obviously the guy that does it. But but the point is, 
the doing part is in, is important, mm-hmm. right? Not just the intent, but if you actually just go ahead and do it. So I know that sounds simple, but really it means don't put it off, do it now. So if, if someone says, will you pray for me? Or if you offer to pray for somebody, mm-hmm. do what you'll do what you say you'll do. So you and I are in the middle of Kroger. Right. And I ask you to pray for me for whatever reason. You're going right. to pray for me right on the spot? Yeah. And so here's what How's I that do. Work? Now, you know, that's an interesting point you make because a lot of people look at that and go, uh, you know what? Are you telling me that we got to hold hands and stand in the middle of Kroger? You know, right there in the uh, fruit section. Yeah, and I'm being smart, Alec, because I know you're not going to do that. Well, some people do. It's just not your style. And I'm not saying it's bad to do that. No, no, but I'm talking about you. This is not your style. This is not my style. So there's got to be, how do you do it? Well, I don't like doing the public thing where I want people to look at me because I feel like there's always a temptation. And and then also, I think sometimes the other people, while they'll they'll take your hands, feel a little uncomfortable because I've seen a couple people do that in public. Sure. And I've watched the, the one person close their eyes and just like just pray out loud for that person. The other person kind of like have that sort of pale white look. Like, is anyone looking at me? And when can I let go of this right. man's hands? Right. You know, I just, this is, this is not working for me. And so sometimes I've seen that. So I've always been reluctant to do that. Now, I'm not going to refuse somebody if they want to pray in public. And if they want to pray over me or with me or whatever, I don't have a problem with that. I'm kind of used to something like that. But a lot of people aren't. And so I'm not asking you to do that Mm -hmm. on the spot. But why does it have to be out loud? Why can you not say, hey, you know what? I'm going to pray for you. Just give me one second here. Let me just pause for a second. Can we just have a moment of silence? You can do that. Or you can say, you know what? As soon as you turn your basket that way and I turn my basket the other way and we go off, I'm going to head to the uh, cracker aisle or whatever with your name on my my prayerful mind. I'm going to pray for you as I'm walking over there. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pray for you right now. So don't put it off. Right. Do it then. So do it before you can forget it. Do it before anything else hits you. You know, and it, it doesn't have to be some big public oration, something that's suitable for framing, you know, the, to print out this beautiful prayer and be like, that was beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. That's not the power of prayer is not in the um, mm. the beauty of your words. It's the, it's the beauty of your your purpose and your meaning actions. behind it, the action, right? And so, really, it's important that you just do what you're going to say you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And that means, for me, it means do it now. Good idea. Now, you can either do it while you're in front of the person or, like I said, turn your back around. And, and you, don't have to, uh, you don't have to make a big public display of it. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got a mind, and it's continually working. Even while you're picking out crackers and finding the best, you get the store brand, you get the, you know, the whatever. And so, you're thinking about that stuff like that. But you know what? You just pause and kind of look at the crackers and... And that they think, like, look, man, he's really studying those crackers. No, he's praying. He's praying for that guy he just stood next to and That's said right. he'd pray for. So my point is you don't have to make it a big public display, mm-hmm. but do it. Yeah. And do it right then. There. It doesn't have to be a 17-minute long prayer. Mm-hmm. And that's nice if you have got 17 minutes of, of things to say to God about that person or that situation. But the reality is it doesn't have to be that. Right. It can be a, a, a very fervent uh, prayer that's not so long. But be true to your word is number one. So number two is pray for people by name, mm-hmm. right? Pray for the particular situation. So number two is be specific. Mm-hmm. We, we are so, um, at the end of the day, you know, when we pray, if we try to gather all of our thoughts and prayers, as it were, we, we stop thinking about individual persons and individual situations. We end up just praying like, uh, Lord, just, uh, you know, fix all this stuff that's broken and, uh, make all those people that are sick feel better and help all those people who don't have jobs find jobs. And those little kind of things to pray for. Just general general stuff. But sometimes it's, it's real. I think it's, it's good when I say, you know what? Bob needs a job. Joe needs to f- feel better. 
you know, so-and-so's mom is sick specifically, or man, this Middle East situation is getting out of hand and, and this person who's missing or whatever to, to call out people in situations by name. Mm-hmm. I, I think we underestimate God's um, willingness to help when we specifically ask for things. Sure. And, and I think that sometimes it's, you know, it's good to generally say something, but I think it's really good if we want to be purposeful in our prayer to have a, a meaning and a purpose and a specific intention that we're praying for. Mm-hmm. It changes your prayer life to actually pray for something or someone. Right. And that's right. easy to do if you do it at that moment. Yep. Right. And so later in the day, that's harder. But the reality is keep a prayer journal. Write down someone's name. That's exactly right. Yeah. Write that's down somebody's right. name or a situation you need to pray for. So lots of different things that we can do. Uh, and we got several more to talk about. We just talked about two of them. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to take a break. But before we do that, I want to remind folks at home we got a great website. D, uh, what is the website again? It is www.thecatholiccafe.com. Right. Right. But if I want them to email me, where do they send the email? Deaconjeff.com. No, no. Deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. There you go. That's it. Deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. we got more to talk about when it comes to prayer when we get back in a moment. I'm Bess Drzymski. And this is another great moment in church history. How many of us recall in years past a visit to a grandmother or older Catholic friend and being immersed in signs and symbols of the Catholic faith? Crucifixes adorning the walls of every room, a Blessed Mother statue in the garden, rosaries lying on the nightstands, Holy cards and other pictures of saints were everywhere to the point where one could not help but see the faith of the person dwelling in the house. These objects and prayer cards are part of the wonderful tradition of the church known as sacramentals. According to the Catechism of the Catholic Church, a sacramental is a sacred sign by which spiritual effects are signified and obtained through the prayers of the church. Just as working people keep pictures of their loved ones at their offices, to remind them of their family when not at home, and just as married couples wear wedding rings to signify the commitment of life and love made to their spouses. So the church encourages us to have sacred objects about us as reminders of our faith. If we truly love Jesus and desire with our hearts to be saints in heaven with him, it is only natural that we should want reminders of our beloved Lord all about us. And what is truly wonderful is these holy objects can help us with our prayer and keep us on the road to sanctity. The church has an ancient tradition of the faithful bringing sacramentals to the priest or deacon to have them blessed. A blessing of an object is a prayer over that object, setting it apart for use for prayer, and asking the Lord to allow the object to be used as an instrument of grace. Once blessed, the objects are different, in a sense, consecrated or set apart for God, and thereafter deserve a special reverence. We need to ask ourselves, if a stranger came into our home, would he find evidence of our faith? Consider placing a crucifix in every room of your house to be visibly reminded of the supreme love of God in offering his Son, or place a Bible in a prominent space to emphasize the importance of the Word of God. Perhaps have a holy water font in your house so family members can bless themselves before prayer. And be sure to make gifts of religious objects to graduates or young Catholic couples getting married, 
as these instruments of faith will likely be more important to these young people than anything listed in the bridal registry. I'm Bess Trzymski, and this has been another great moment in church history. Welcome back to the Catholic Cafe. Here's Deacon Jeff. And this is Deacon Jeff sitting in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe, sitting with Tom Dorian. Yes, sir. Man, have you ever seen We're that movie? List. You ever seen that movie Groundhog Day, where it feels like you just over and over keep repeating the same moment? So, yes. Yeah. Well, I feel like that right now for some reason. Well, so that makes a great segue into this, and I'm guessing we're going down the list. Yep, going down the list. I'm guessing number three is confession. No, it's not. Oh, proud to pray preferably. Is confession always, on every the time list? we make a list? No, it's not on my list. But every time we have a list, well, you know, that's always on there. you gotta go. Well, yeah, I but know. that's the top, top ten list. They always involve confession. Uh, this isn't top. This 10. one is like how to pray purposefully. Right. Gotcha. And so the the number one thing was to to do what you'll what you say you'll do. So to be true to your word. Right. Right. And the number two thing was to be specific. So we're going to go down at number three, and and uh, we're going to number three is really to sort of add a regimen of prayer to your life. That's my suggestion, and that's what I've done. And so it helps that I'm a deacon, and there's some required prayers that I have. Mm-hmm. Right. But so to be regular in your prayer life is important. So have a regular time. Yeah, well, whatever it means to be a regimen in your okay. life, it's different for different folks. Mm-hmm. But when I say regimen, you know, it's easy to compare it to like to, to doing a workout, right, or exercise, right. And and I've had conversations with people who will say things like, you know, I'm I'm praying, but I'm just it, it's not affecting anything. It's I'm not having. I mean, I, so when did you start? Well, you know what, I started yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Well, that's that's good. So keep praying. A regimen sort of means like. It's like diet or exercise or something like that. If you start dieting today, you're not going to see a result tomorrow. Right. You got to get into a routine. Yeah. And, you know, and if you start doing push-ups, you know, I'm up to like seven push-ups, by the way, Tom. You'd be proud of me. Good job. Right. Well, so I started just yesterday. day 30 for you? <laughs> just day two. <laughs> oh, okay. And, and, you know, and so day two, I'm not going to like be seeing those six packs or any of that kind of stuff. No. Because it just takes a while. It, it has to build up. Mm-hmm. Right, so a regimen of prayer is something that you do regularly, and the good fruits from that prayer will 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 come over time. Sure. Right. So it it it's just um, um it, it's just like something that you've got to keep doing, mm-hmm. and not look for instantaneous results. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can get instantaneous results. Sometimes you can feel better after praying. Right. And sometimes you can pour yourself into a prayer in a way that uh, you know it's like wow, I haven't done that before, and that really was good to do that. But in terms of the results of like what you are praying for or whatever, you may not see those results. But don't but don't just stop. But see, a regimen helps with that. Yeah. And as you know, doing something regularly, mm-hmm. when, when when you've got like uh, something that you do regularly, it pays off after a while, it and does. it's easier for you to do it. Sure. So the people that are doing. Uh, they're dieting or they're doing exercise. It's really it's really easier as you get into it. You got to break through that changing your your habit towards laziness or right what you're used to if you're used to eating a uh, you know a couple of twinkies you know at three o'clock every day mm-hmm. you're not gonna be able to stop immediately and that urge is going to be there because trust me it is it is for me you know, I at understand. three o'clock i need the twinkies but, i understand but you know you give them up and you say i'm not going to and then it just kind of takes a while for your body to be conditioned into that like to get rid of that need for a, a twinkie so in terms right. of prayer 
Same there's thing. a laziness. There's going to be like this laziness that kicks in, especially for guys that says, you know, you'd rather be watching football. You, right. You'd rather be drinking a beer. You'd rather be hanging out. You'd rather be whatever. And I'll watch anything on television and just kind of scroll through the channels. Just to rather kill than time. Ha- right. And you right. got to get away from that. You got to so a regiment of prayer helps you do that. So right. find the times in your life when it's going to be convenient, but at the same time, that might actually kind of wrench you out of some kind of bad habit you got in life. Yeah, Good you know, idea. if you got bad thoughts, you know, when you're laying there in bed or whatever, start praying to Mary. You know, Hail Marys or whatever, doing something to sort of like clear your mind. That's right, and focus your mind on on something else. So doing prayers at times where maybe you're more susceptible to temptation. Right. Uh, whatever that temptation may be. So, number one, be true to your word. Number two, be specific. Number three, be regular. Right? right. So, number four is is something that I say, it's just be spontaneous. So, there's a, there's a regularity to your prayer, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be spontaneous. And so, I actually add that as my number four, and that is to be spontaneous in your prayer. To pray, to pray now. To pray short bursts of prayer who says a prayer has to be this long drawn out thing where you close your eyes and you lift your hands up to the lord mm-hmm. can it not also be while you got your both hands sort of your 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 hands and fists clenched tightly to the steering wheel of your car sure. as you're navigating traffic or having to deal with uh you know yahoos who don't know how to drive in your whatever city you are <laughs> they're always the worst right whatever city you're in that's the worst drivers it's never you <laughs> right <laughs> of course it's never you but the point is like so pray now and and what I've learned to do is a simple, uh, a, a, you know, a simple three word prayer. Mm-hmm. God help me. You know, we say that out loud, and everyone laughs. You know, because if you don't, I'm going to kill this guy yeah. in front of me. <laughs> so it's like just just let God know right now you need His help. Right. God help me. God help me. So whatever the situation is, I'm 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 stuck. I'm I'm late. I'm sick. I'm whatever it is. God help me. And if that's like sort of a guttural response. That's a fervent prayer. Mm-hmm. That's something that God, I, I think God welcomes those prayers. I don't think he always wants the big flowery prayers. Mm-mm. I think he likes the big flowery prayers. No, I think he just wants to be in part of our lives. I, amen. And to be sort of a constant, you know, St. Paul says, pray without ceasing. How is that even possible? Just include him in everything. That's exactly right. Have a conversation with him all yeah. day long. God help me. Lord, I'm in the booth right now with Deacon Jeff. Please yeah, God help, help me. <laughs> Please help me get and through this. And also, Tom, you've just pointed out another thing. It doesn't have to be just God help me. It'd be God help him. That's you know, exactly I can right. pray for you. Yeah. I can pray for God help Tom. Right. To, how to endure Deacon Jeff in this. Holy Spirit, speak through Deacon Ex- Jeff. Amen. So those little short prayers. And it can also be God help us. Amen. Right? God help this situation. Whatever it is. But th- that short little prayer. It's it's amazing and it's spontaneous and it happens like right then and there. Mm-hmm. I think you know fill those empty moments with prayer, just simple prayer. It doesn't have to be something you think about that you you know that you design. Right. You know how many things you remember? Like uh, you probably did this in in school. I, I'm pretty much sure you did this. Uh-oh. Every time there was a term paper or whatever, you waited until <laughs> the last minute and you did like all of your. Uh, you did the note cards you were supposed to have done like turned in six weeks ago. You did those all in one night. And then immediately you did the outline, and then you, and then you did uh, like whatever the first draft, and you you did all those in the same like two hours before you were going to bed that night, and the things due tomorrow. Then you wrote the final draft. You did all of that in one night, and you didn't really because because sometimes I know you didn't do that, Tom. You probably worked well. I'm talking about me, as you well know. You're too nice. And uh, and so. You know, we we get scared by all the work, and we and we put things off, and we think about them if we make them these big productions, mm-hmm. right? And so, prayer doesn't have to be a big production. Mm-mm. 
So to pray without ceasing is really essentially to to uh, just pray in the moment. Exactly. It's right? pretty simple. Yeah, and you don't don't make them big. Don't plan to pray. There are the regimental prayers that you plan to pray. There's that regular prayer hour or time or way that you've 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 sort of set as a regular schedule thing. But then. Just like, don't let that say, like, well, I'm only allowed to pray at 3 p.m. Right exactly. before the Twinkies. You, you've got to stop and just right now say, you know what? God, help me. Right now. Right yeah. now in this situation. Holy Spirit, come upon me. I'm getting ready to give a talk. I'm getting ready to talk to a boss. I'm getting ready to talk to a kid. I just need some inspiration. Right? And it's amazing how when you give yourself over in those ways, how good things it happen. It shows up. Isn't that a beautiful thing? It is. So uh, then this that's the fourth. It'd be spontaneous. And number five for me, I just have five of them, and that is to be traditional. Okay. Right? So don't shy away from the traditional prayer. So a lot of people think, like, they, they listen to people saying, you Catholics, you have all these memorized prayers. You, you need to learn to pray, you know, with, like, your own words. It's like, that's fine. I'm not saying don't do that. Mm-hmm. But don't run away from simple, basic prayers. The Our Father, the Hail Mary, the Glory Be, praying a rosary, doing an act of contrition whenever you've sinned. These kind of things that are simple, traditional Catholic prayers, they're very powerful. They're powerful, they're helpful, they get you right. through anything. And they've already been written. You don't right. have to, you just have to. They're beautiful. So, and if you don't know them, learn them. Yeah, amen. It, you know, it, it's amazing how many times I've talked to Catholics and, and we'll start to, you know, pray a prayer and I'll notice they don't know the prayer. And I'm not going to judge people, mm-hmm. but. Even Catholics don't always know all the basic Catholic prayers. To, to know those is, is to have you know arrows in your quiver. Amen. That's right. Because when you're really down and out, you're really struggling, you don't necessarily have the energy and the strength to, to bring up these words. I remember one time I was in the you hospital. You don't know what to say. I was in the hospital one time, just fevered and just had a – and I could barely just really just get a word out. But I, but I remember how easy it was to pray the Hail Mary. Right. I was in. I was in. I was racked with pain, but, but I remember the Hail Mary just kind of flowed because I didn't. Have, it was effortless. Yeah, I knew it. Mm-hmm. And so, what are you doing? You're asking our our mother to pray for you, right? Mom, help pray me. Pray for us. Help. Pray for me, right? And so, it's like knowing those traditional prayers and not shying away from them is a really, really good and powerful thing to do. Very comforting. So we've got those five different ways just to to pray purposefully, to change your prayer life. Mm-hmm. It's going to do amazing things for you. It will. And so if we're going to do a prayer show, we've got to end in prayer. We do. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, through the ages, you have revealed yourself to mankind as a God of strength, constancy, love, and mercy. You've also called each of us by name to be a part of your eternal plan of salvation. Grant, we pray, that through our fervent prayer, we may truly come to know you and your will for our lives. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Catholic Cafe. For more information, visit us on the web at thecatholiccafe.com. You'll find many links to Catholic resources on the web. You can also listen to previous shows online, download MP3s, or take advantage of our podcast feature. If you'd like to contact Deacon Jeff, send an email to deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. The Catholic Cafe is brought to you by the Order of Malta Federal Association and is broadcast with ecclesial permission from J. Terry Stive, Bishop of Memphis in Tennessee. Join us again at the Catholic Cafe. There's always room for one more at our table.